eliminate threat. I pull the sun from the sky to freeze the future of time and drift as one through the Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new edition of Starship Geek. We are talking about Cyberpunk Edgerunners. It is episode 9, called Humanity. We have just one more episode to go after this, and with Lucy being captured by Kiwi and Faraday after almost losing David, we are gearing up for a wild finale. The episode starts with David talking about a new job, and they will be clapping an Arasaka truck containing something important. We see a large truck with four other vehicles surrounding it coming down a highway. The team will get paid half a mil each if they are successful. Kiwi, Becca, David, and Falco are the four on this mission, although David counts five as he still considers Lucy to be part of his team. We cut to Lucy downloading the data and shredding David's info, thus obviously confirming everything we already know. Faraday asks Kiwi if David can handle the Sandevistan. He says that Maine and Doria were just collateral damage in Lucy's scheme to hide David from Arasaka. He wonders how many have died for her just to, cut, to protect one person. Well, quite a few, actually. Quite a few. We've seen at least, like, four different people that Lucy's taken out, and I guess technically, yes, you could put Maine and Doria on them as well. Lucy gets pulled out of an ice bath, and Kiwi tells Faraday that Lucy was a former Arasaka operative. Faraday plans to turn her over to Arasaka as a cherry on top. Faraday says only he has immunity over the Tanaka incident, meaning Kiwi has to work with him or she will go down as well. Faraday says David is also another bargaining chip for him. Faraday calls David about the job they are starting at the episode's beginning. So... The main thing that Arasaka wants is they want to field test a exoskeleton that they have made, a cyber skeleton. So if David survives that, they can also get back the data on him as well as the Sandevistan that he's been using. Plus, if they get Lucy, they've got somebody from the original project that, uh, and the only survivor from the original project that Arasaka was taken. So Faraday's got a lot of people that he's trying to deliver here. David meets with his crew to explain the mission. Faraday will send out a decoy crew to attack the convoy so that security will split up and deal with them. This crew, of course, is not informed that they are cannon fodder for David's crew to come in and finish the job. The Arasaka security detail begins killing the Edgerit runners one by one. Another crew opens fire on the convoy, meaning more security splits off. The truck now has only two vehicles surrounding it. We cut back to see Becca finding David on the ground wearing a series of immunoblockers. Becca says she is calling the whole thing off, but David says he has a favor to ask of her, and he can only ask her. Back to the present, and Becca is looking annoyed. She screams out that she can't resist his fucking puppy dog eyes, and tells him not to use the sand devastan. Becca rolls up and takes out one of the security vehicles as Falco pulls up behind the truck, and a security vehicle pulls up behind them. David says, leave them to me, and Becca yells, don't even think about using the Sandevistan, but David is already gone. 
He kills a security detail, and Becca says he must be fucking deaf. She blows a bomb off under the truck, and David crashes back inside on top of her. The truck doesn't even have a scratch on it, of course, and Becca punches David in the head, and he uses the sand devastate again to hop on the truck. Becca calls him a dick and says she is sick of being ignored. And we see that nobody is driving the truck. This one, the relationship between David and Becca, has been probably one of the more interesting things. I know David and Lucy uh, obviously are the main sort of love story here, but Becca losing her brother, and then even though she wants to get with David, sort of adopting him as her new brother has been a lot of fun. She obviously cares about him. She's trying to keep him alive. She doesn't want to see him be just another dead edge runner, obviously. And she's now seeing him worse than Lucy has seen David. Lucy doesn't seem to know that David is going through as much of the cyberpsychosis stuff as Becca knows he's going through. And he is putting a lot, of, lot on her, obviously, too. Faraday jerks himself off over the, the trap going well. The two Arasaka members are told they are getting their field test of the sand devastator. The truck is heading towards a canyon, and David is bleeding from his nose, and Becca tells him to pull up. Pull. David says to launch the harpoon at him and hit the brakes. Falka refuses, and Becca says she will do it and launches it off. David uses the sand devastator again, grabs the harpoon in midair, and pulls it across the front of the truck, and when Falco hits the brakes, it flips the truck over. Falco also flips during this. David is alive, but he's still bleeding from the nose. It was a cool sort of, uh, um, that scene from the Dark Knight that Joker kind of uses to, to flip the, the semi-net. That's essentially what they do here, just with a little more flair. Faraday sees Arasaka has sent an executive transport to pick up Lucy, and David tries to call Lucy, but of course gets no answer. He would probably be more suspicious if not for how Lucy has been acting lately, and her not answering him and ghosting him is kind of the norm at this point. Becca questions how she could even help them right now anyways. Falco and Kiwi are trying to get the truck open, and Falco realizes that they are so open right now that anyone could pick them up if they wanted to. Becca says she doesn't deserve that cowboy Becca says he doesn't deserve the cowboy stash that he has on, and Falco says she would go weak in the knees if he shaved it off. We don't get a lot of Falco through this series, which is kind of a shame because he is a funny character. And it's interesting, of course, that we remember when the job went bad with Mean, that Falco like immediately went and talked to Faraday about it. And now it's like Falco and Faraday are not on the best of terms with each other. So it's interesting to see that really nothing changed other than the fact that I guess Falco was closer to David now than he was with Mean. Becca offers to kick the mustache off of Falco's face, and then she actually does try to kick him. Two security vehicles head towards them, but they are blasted out of the road by Militech. A good 30 Militech vehicles arrive and fire upon the crew. Kiwi gets the truck open so they can all hop inside to safety. Inside the truck is the military-grade exoskeleton, which we see is even more advanced than the San Devastan. Faraday logs into Lucy and has her call David. He poses as her, and he says that David needs to use the exoskeleton to survive. Lucy says, David, I believe in you. David says that Lucy would not tell him to use it, 
and Becca tells him there is no fucking way he is chipping the exoskeleton onto him. Becca begs him not to do it, but David tell, lets the truck install the exoskeleton on him. So it looks like what we have left is David's head and chest, and everything else he's sort of thrown to the side. Obviously, he still has a sand devastant on his spine, but the rest of the exoskeleton, the arms and the legs, sort of take over the, what was his body before. So he is very near what Adam Smasher is, other than the fact that Adam Smasher doesn't have a chest anymore. Falco and Kiwi stand guard, but Kiwi blasts Falco. It looks like she just fried him, and not actually killed him, so so far he's okay. Kiwi radios Faraday that her part is done. Lucy wakes up and decapitates the two Arasaka operatives with her, and then she kicks Faraday. Lucy calls David to tell him not to install the exoskeleton, but of course she's too late. She tells David to get out of there. Faraday fries Lucy, and then he calls David to gloat about it. David starts going cyber-psycho inside the exoskeleton, and Becca tells David he is breaking down. Berta tells him to show him what he can do. Just before David goes psycho, Becca injects him with immunosuppressants. Falco drops down into Becca's arms and tells her that Kiwi has turned on them. Militech starts to open fire on them, and David walks out in the exoskeleton and starts blowing away every Militech soldier. He then uses the sand of a stand to move around quickly, and two trucks pancake David between them, but David jumps up and kills both of them. He gets injected with more immunosuppressants to keep him from going psycho. David eradicates the rest of the Militech people and knocks on the truck. He coughs up blood as he gets injected again. He tells Becca and Falco that they are going to get Lucy and take Faraday out. Becca says, sign me up, Chumba, into the fire. And the episode ends. It's probably not great that the suit comes with a automatic injection system of immunosuppressants, and it like monitors your psychosis level, because that probably shouldn't be a built-in option. Uh, it's probably a good thing it is, but also like that should be a red flag that maybe you shouldn't put this thing on you. Uh, obviously, we get more awesome action of David just slaughtering people. And we've now got it where both Militech and Arasaka are attacking them. And, yeah, it's a perfect setup for the final episode. Obviously, we've got our main players, Becca, Falco, and David, going to go and try to get Lucy from Kiwi and Faraday. So, how does it end? Well, you'll have to listen to me next week to find out on that one. But we are nearing the end of the series, so... Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to every single one of these ones. It has been a great series. It looks like we're not going to be getting a second season uh, because not only does Trigger not typically do second seasons, but the fact that this takes place only a year before the game sort of tells you that like there, there's not going to be a continuation of these people, of this story. But there's definitely possibilities of making a new series based on new characters in the cyberpunk universe. There's definitely like a wealth of different seasons you can do on that, but so far we're just probably going to get this one. So thank you again. And I will see you on the next one. Bye-bye.